0: back to another episode of but where are you from i feel like that's getting progressively worse um this episode is an impromptu episode uh, we were meant to have a guest on um but unfortunately they couldn't make it so it's myself and my good friend mayan from bc we chat absolute nonsense the entire episode i can't really sum up what we talked about there was lots of talk around periods Lots of talk around poo <laughs> um, and what else? Uh, mucus, so it's not as well. And then we also talk about the work at BC in a little bit. We talk about resting. We talk about joy and how it's so important. Um, and then we also talk about some experiences that happened to us which I'm going to put in a bit of a content trigger warning here towards the end of the podcast around um 50 minutes or so we talk about experiences that happened to us um, in terms of sexual assault so I wanted to put that in as a trigger warning for anyone who may be listening um but it was a really fun podcast um I hope you all enjoy listening we're hoping to have more of the be seen members on the podcast more often because they're just so great to talk to and we realize that we have lots of incredible whatsapp chats that need to be heard so we're going to bring them onto the podcast a lot more um so i hope you enjoy this episode uh, with Mayan. she is the chair of be seen so She's essentially the organiser of all of us, which is very much needed, especially for me. Um, she also is one of the editors, long form writers. She has worked with the Bad Activist Collective, which is another great activist group um, that our friend Tori Choi is a part of. Um, and she's just an all round great person to learn from. I have learned so much from my aunt. She continues to bring in more nuance into conversations every single day when we have discussions Um, and it's always done in such a way where we can see things from other perspectives um, in a very safe and inclusive and validating way, which is great. And she's just a hoot. She's an absolute hoot, apart from the fact that she takes the piss out of my Northern accent, but it's okay. We'll take that. We'll take that. Um, So I hope you enjoy the episode. bacon juice in my throat i'm so sorry <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> three rashes of bacon <laughs> you made mix. and ate that really quickly you know i really i walked it down ate it in sub 10 minutes
1: nice <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> welcome to but where are you from my hi hi hiya <laughs> we're doing an impromptu impromptu record we have impromptu record we literally have nothing planned we're just going to Chat
1: shit for an hour,
0: aren't we? <laughs> we're literally gonna chat shit for a whole hour, but that's easy enough for us to do, I reckon. I mean, we yeah, we do it a lot anyway, so I feel like this isn't
1: going to be any different for us. How are you, Viv?
0: I'm fine, thank you. Yes, I've started my period, which explains. Oh, I've just the finished mine. Have you? <laughs> yeah, we're out of sync. We just sort that out. Yeah, so um, yesterday I was extremely exhausted, and then I woke up today mm. and I was like, that explains it. Every single month every month do
1: you know what i was talking to a colleague once about um um the workplace and periods Mm. and how in the uk we just haven't normalized talking about menstruation Mm -hmm. and kind of women's needs in the workplace even would you ever call your boss and say i'm not coming in today i've got my period
0: no never Never,
1: right? It's mortifying, the idea of saying I've got really bad cramps Mm -hmm. or, you know, I feel really crap, you know. And some people have really, really, really debilitating periods. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have friends who can't do anything. Um, Definitely a legitimate reason to work from home or to stay home, but I don't think I would – it's just a a topic that we've not really been able to broach in the UK. But apparently, I mean, the the colleague that I was talking to is – italian and he said mm. that was a really common thing for people to just call in sick and you know for women to not come in because they were on their periods and i think that's really good to yeah. be able to talk about that and to be able to say
0: yeah i think it is as well like would you say would you say something is your manager a man or a woman a woman a woman would you would you not say something even i probably woman, would yeah but i wouldn't
1: yeah. i wouldn't announce it to the you know to, <laughs> I've I've i'd send her a private message hear- probably. Yeah, yeah or yeah, just yeah. be very vague and say i'm not feeling very well
0: yeah i would rather do that i'd rather say i've got i don't know diarrhea <laughs> I've got no you wouldn't Diarrhea no, you than wouldn't. bleeding out of my vagina i think i would dmv it's more common
1: right would you rather
0: be <laughs> in the office
1: <laughs> okay, go on. would you rather be in the office with like the kind of diarrhoea that means you have to run to the (laughs) toilet every 10 minutes or be, you know, stuck without any sanitary equipment.
0: Oh, stuck without any sanitary? For a whole day. I'll just free bleed. Sometimes people do that, don't they? I've done that before. I've been really lazy. Wasn't there,
1: um, there was an amazing woman who ran the London Marathon free bleeding. (gasps) Really? Because she was like, I'm not running with, I'm not, I don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And she just went for it. And and mm-hmm. I, I thought that was so brave. It was so amazing. Just kind of, just pushing past the stigma and knowing that loads of people were going to talk about it and be, you know, a bit shocked and but just thinking, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. I thought that was so incredible.
0: What? so did did it, was it visible? Like, could you see? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean i don't know whether i'm at that level of free bleeding you know what i not and... think that i am I, like as in like i would wear black like thick black knickers in the hope that it would you know what i've been using it. what go on
1: um i've been using um period pants recently.
0: oh my god i really want some i really want they some. are amazing are right. they this is free Hashtag bleeding isn't it
1: influenced <laughs> Influence. Influenced. <laughs> no, but I I've, I've always so I've always been a moon cup girl. do You know what? This is so not where I thought this conversation I, was going to go. But... I'm happy <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a moon cup girl. Um mm-hmm. and then I accidentally left it on the stove. I don't know if you've ever used one, but you oh, you to to it. Them. oh, you, yeah, just you have to boil it. Yeah, you just left it on the Just took it out while you were quite cooking. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just going to put this on the side and I'll do this later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me just saute my carrots. Um, yeah, you're supposed to sterilise them on the stove, which can be a bit awkward if you mm. live with people. Uh, and I forgot about it, and it just burned to a crisp. <laughs> so oh my god, my aunt. one! I had oh, to get. So I know it was it was a proper it was a proper vivism. I was going to um, say you berate
0: me for it's the definitely something do. you
1: would do. But, I mean, I didn't put it in the microwave.
0: Yeah, fair enough. In a, in a, enough.
1: In a metal container.
0: You can can <laughs> um, you not put your moon cups in the microwave? I don't know, actually. You
1: probably could. They're made of silicon, so they're pretty. Um... I was yeah. going to say they're pretty indestructible, but clearly they're not. <laughs> anyway, I burned mine to a crisp, and I got a new one, and it just wasn't. It just wasn't the same. It wasn't as comfortable. Yeah. I just, ugh, I, I don't know. I just lost the 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 excitement. You know, the novelty beautiful. wore off, and then a yeah. friend of mine recommended um, these Modibodi
0: mm, pants. I've heard of those? And they
1: are incredible, and I think they're yeah. really and sustainably made don't, don't quote me on that yeah. but I remember thinking oh wow this is great and when they arrived my mom my mommy bought them for me for Christmas
0: thanks, oh my mom. god that's um, so sweet she bought me
1: a couple of pairs and they come in all recyclable packaging no mm. plastic um and they're really really easy to kind of rinse and reuse while you're on your cycle and then obviously when you're done you just wash them normally yeah. Um, yeah. but I've just you know Wearing towels can be quite uncomfortable and just really, you just feel right very. Ugh, it's like yucky. wearing a nappy, isn't um, it? It is not, not not like that at all. Yeah. They're just like normal pants. Yeah.
0: So how They're often... so comfortable. Oh my god! I'm going to get some. I'm totally going to get some. Seriously,
1: I, I I feel like I've had worn them for my last couple of cycles. Haven't been back mm. to my moon cup, and I just, ugh, oh, yeah. I love them so much.
0: How many period pants do you need to get through a cycle, roughly?
1: I would recommend three. I have two and it's Mm -hmm. doable, but I have to basically wash one pair. Like, you know, um, there's instructions on how to care for them, how to wash them, make them last longer, but you basically have to wash one every night if you only have two and then dry it overnight, Right. which if you're using a radiator, you just bung them on the radiator and that's fine. Mm. Um, Pretty standard, but it would be quite nice to not have to remember to do that Mm. and to do it every, every three days. So, I mean, there's something like 20, 25 quid or something, a pair, which I think, initially seemed quite steep but when you think about it that's your yeah it's uh, yeah for, it's... for me for the for the comfort level and for the convenience and just everything it was definitely worth it
0: yeah it's for life isn't it because think about how much we spend on sanitary products every single exactly month. every single month.
1: and and how much packaging that is and you know mm. how much is going back into the environment it's definitely um and i think you know moon cups aren't for everybody lots of people find yeah. it quite uncomfortable or painful to put them in or they, they just don't like the i don't i didn't i mean my first one i loved it i didn't have any yeah. problems but you know in the same way that some people struggle with tampons for example mm. um you know it's just not for everybody i
0: always thought it was something wrong with my vagina like why does this tampon hurt me or feel uncomfortable and it just do you squat <laughs> what what in life do you mean or just no when you <laughs> put them in yeah yeah i like proper stick it up there i'm not shy with it it goes straight up not shy with it <laughs> but straight up yeah, yeah, totally. Not at like an angle. Well obviously at an angle. But like so I'm sat <laughs> on the toilet and then and then you just kind of not yeah, you squat. You squat. Do you not do it on the toilet? Or did you used to do it on the toilet? No. Or like hovering I, do over you know, the top. No, I toilet. haven't I haven't Where would you do it then?
1: I wouldn't do it yeah, in the Yeah, no, I must have done it hover. I mean it's, it's such a long time ago. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it in the bedroom. There's
0: no, a man in there. <laughs> oh, there's a man in there. <laughs> They don't want to see that.
1: <laughs> Actually, no. My 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 man is very um, he's very period savvy. He's, he's very he's okay pro, with pro periods. He's very pro. He's pro periods,
0: as he should be. Obviously, <laughs> obviously.
1: Um. Oh, I've just thought of a really funny thing. Um. <laughs> speaking of squat, toilets and squatting, so I've got a friend who um, he he wipes his bum standing up, and I. Caught him doing it once by accident, <laughs> by which accident. is how I discovered it. Yeah. Well, I went. To, we were we were in a like a, a hostel in Morocco, mm. and I, I can't believe I'm telling the story. I walked around to go to the loo, and he was in there, and it was like one of those sort of um like swing kind of saloon door things where you can. Oh, there's yeah. a you know it's, it only covers the the, the sort of shoulder <laughs> to leg part, and he's yeah. like six foot a million, so he's really <laughs> tall. And, and I just walked round to go to the loo and I saw his head and he looked over at me and he went, hello. <laughs> I went, hi. As, as he was wiping. And then he just, no, no, no. He like, just looked at me dead in the eye and went, I'm wiping my bum. <laughs> <laughs> I just went, what, standing up? <laughs> and then that opened up this whole debate over sitting down and standing mm. up because apparently there are loads of stand up wipers out there.
0: Okay. When you're, when you're having a poo or weeing, no, no, pooing. I'm just trying to think now about what I do because I can't confidently say that I sit down. I don't. No, and I
1: think I think having had that conversation now, it's like yeah. skewed my whole outlook on everything. And I'm like, should I? You know, mm. what do you? I do think most people you... probably lean forward a bit and they kind of lift their <laughs> lift themselves lift off the toilet off a, off a the bit.
0: Toilet seat. I I think I do that. Yeah, I think I do that. And then I... depends really. Do you look though? <laughs> do you look at my bum no no you uh, the remnants I mean, it's it's very nice <laughs> it's very nice the top whatever nice. whatever's nice come bum. off the the toilet roll or whatever you use because you don't use toilet roll do you i do yeah are you a looker uh, i look
1: i well because how do you how can you tell if you're completely yeah. you know you can't. cleaned up some people find it disgusting you that you look oh do you look when you blow your nose
0: i don't blow my nose I don't know. what do you do I just let it dribble. Just swallow it <laughs> i have a constant like state of mucus at the back of my throat <laughs> this is so gross we've gone from blood oh, should, to, yeah, should, uh, to mucus. Oh dear, to um, mucus i don't i don't i don't really I, don't, I never got taught how to blow my nose so i really struggle with blowing my nose i know that sounds really odd
1: do you know what, i've got really 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 visceral childhood memories of mm. being maybe I don't know seven eight kind of when you're starting to feel like a you know a big kid and mm. you don't want your parents to baby you in public and my dad going oh you've got something on your face and pulling out <laughs> probably a, a hanky that was several days on I, mean, oh, I know gross. hankies are really good for hankies the environment is... but I, I find they are them disgusting. so disgusting they are. oh it's pulling disgusting. out a hanky from his pocket licking it oh. and then using it to, to wipe whatever it was off my face that's and, quite cute oh.
0: That's no, it's really not. sweet. No, it's not. It's horrible. <laughs> so, do you oh. look when you blow your nose?
1: Yeah, because um, somebody told me that when your snot is clear, it means you're healthy.
0: Yes, I'm a dabber. So I like
1: to see. I like to see how healthy I am.
0: <laughs> I just dabbed. People aren't going to sit, She just yeah. dabbed, and I dabbed too. <laughs> <laughs> My hand joined in with the dabbing. Yeah, I just dab, 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 dab which is actually not that um, efficient.
1: Don't you so, ever feel that you just need
0: to get it out? I don't have... Well, unless I've got hay fever. Yeah, maybe when I'm, I have hay fever... Do you get hay fever? I do, yeah. And what did you call it when you said you've you've got allergic... You're allergic to some types of fruit. Um, oh, it's called
1: um, oral allergy, allergy syndrome.
0: That's what. This I'm might called. be
1: revolutionary for the people listening, you know, because I didn't know that I had this until I was like... 21.
0: Yeah go on explain um,
1: it. it. It's called oral allergy syndrome mm-hmm. and it affects it's an allergy uh, condition that affects adults who have hay fever or who are allergic mm-hmm. to different grasses and pollens and basically it means that if you eat certain raw fruits or vegetables or nuts and seeds it gives you an allergic reaction um, and it's basically because the I think it's because the chemical makeup of the different foods is similar Mm. to that of different pollens yeah so your body thinks that you're ingesting pollen then it just freaks out (laughs) um so I'm allergic to silver birch and grass which means that I'm allergic to certain fruits um Mm. certain fruit and veg whereas somebody who's allergic to a different kind of pollen might be allergic to different fruit yeah um but you can usually get around it by changing the chemical composition of the thing so if you cook it for example so I can't eat apples
0: yeah, um, and I
1: like. I realised when I was about fourteen, I couldn't. It was just when my hay fever developed that I couldn't right. eat apples. Yeah, um, and yeah, I haven't had a haven't had a crunch of an apple since oh. I was fourteen. But if you cook the apple, so if yeah. I, I have an apple in my porridge in the morning, so if mm-hmm. I cook it and it's hot, then it's totally fine. And I think it's because the the whatever it is, the enzyme in mm. the fruit that I'm allergic to gets dissolved and goes away. Same. Sometimes if I freeze things. I can eat them
0: mm. or if
1: they're processed in any way. Yeah. Um, so if it's like in a smoothie that you buy from a shop or whatever, then I can eat those. Mm. Um, and with that things like avocados, if I put lemon juice on them, then the lemon it, the lemon like, breaks Does down something. the thing that I'm allergic to and with the avocado. So, yeah, if there's anybody out there who oh ever feels like they get really puffy throat or really swollen lips when they eat certain fruits and vegetables, it's probably because yeah. you've got OAS. So, look it up. Yeah. Look it up.
0: I've got that with watermelon. Well, any type of melon, basically. And sometimes yeah. prawns. So, I don't know whether that's just like, I just get itchy. My, my lips go a bit swollen yeah. from prawns as well. Don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I know that feeling. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. So sometimes I get that. And then what else? Sometimes it happens to,
1: with like things that aren't particularly ripe. Like normally I'm okay with bananas, but I can't eat really green bananas.
0: Oh, really? Does, oh, right. Okay. Mm. That's interesting.
1: You okay with nuts?
0: Yes. I, I love I love nuts. I love any type of nut. I love nuts. I love nuts. I love nuts. <laughs> I love nuts. <laughs> nuts are the best. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, I'm, do you I'm, know when you I said I'm going to risk offending all of were... the the people on who listen to this podcast from the north of England? <laughs>
0: That's okay. Oh, I'll sorry. just mock your accent. Um, you, when you yeah, said to that like... me that you were mocking my accent, and then you sent me a voice note going, "I love it." Oh my god, I love it. And since then, I've I have realised I say that so much. That I like... think you said it on you said it on your first
1: ever be seen voice message because I remember <laughs> I think it was Charlie said, "Oh, I love how I love how northern you came over at the end."
0: I love it. Love it. I'm hopefully meeting Charlie for a walk tomorrow. Oh, I'm so jealous. We're just we're just waiting to arrange a time with Hannah from Little Yellow Rice Co. as well. Oh, you're gonna have a little Little wonder. Yeah. That's nice. She literally Hannah lives literally like two minutes away from me. So You
1: bump into her quite a lot, didn't you? Yeah. Well you bumped into her a couple of times. Like
0: three times. So weird. So odd um Aww. should we talk about your role at bc and how it's evolved since you were last on the podcast <laughs> <Segway>. <laughs> when we, uh, since we were last on the podcast we talked about bums again blue bums um yeah and we, we we weren't really like um what's the word incepted is that the right word my aunt no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we weren't really concepted we conceptualized weren't, we weren't really conceptualized we were conceptual
1: we had the concepts though we just weren't we, we weren't, weren't organized we went and um, um, would you say we are now <laughs> would you say i we're don't organized? know if we're especially organized tbh do you i think we're more organized than we were but i think we yeah. sort of realized that we've got a shit ton of stuff <laughs> that we need to learn and do and i, I yeah i was actually thinking about this today because i was writing up the newsletter Um, and I was putting in the link to the 2020 roundup article that Charlie did
0: Mm.
1: and just kind of reflecting on everything that we've done. it's not even been six months, you know, it's not even been six months. And I'm just like, did you think when we would, when, when, when BCN was just a, a WhatsApp group space for us to like vent and cry and just, you know, stress (laughs) out and unpack stuff that we would ever be in this place
0: No, with,
1: you know. Yeah, it's just I... and sometimes I my, my my mind just really struggles to take it all on board and this is basically my entire life outside work you know like eat, totally. breathe sleep be yeah. seen
0: I know I know what motivates you to do it would you say
1: you lot, <laughs> you, lot.
0: you lot
1: no but seriously um I will never forget how I felt that first night when we all started talking to each other and I was so upset about what had happened Mm. about the I can't remember if we talked about this on the last podcast but basically the the night we were all gaslit by David from the Guardian yeah um and I was so upset. And, and I remember my, um, my partner saying to me, oh, you just need to hang out with some other Asian people. <laughs> I was like, I don't have any other Asian people
0: to hang out
1: with. <laughs> I, was, I remember crying and being oh. like, but they're on <laughs> um, And now I have a lovely, lovely, lovely group of friends who, you know, become so close. And yeah, honestly, it sounded like a cheesy answer, but it really is the, the new community that I've found with whom I feel like I can really express myself Mm. and unpack my identity in the highs and lows and all of the kind of second guessing and the questioning that comes with this journey of understanding, which is quite Mm. scary to undertake by yourself. Having a support network to help you just get things off your chest sometimes and to just listen without Mm. any judgment or advice is really, really, really valuable. So yeah, I would say it's definitely that. Yeah not even just on a a be seen level but just with so many of the other people in our community as well it's been so lovely connecting with so many different people Mm. um so yeah it's it's that I guess
0: oh I yeah totally totally agree with that did you not have any Asian friends beforehand then or yeah some
1: but I mean it's also a kind of occupational hazard of living abroad for so long yeah You, you know there's it's not that you lose touch. It's just that, you know, you have limited opportunities to, um, to come back and to mm. visit. And, um, you know, unless you spend your whole life on the phone, it is quite difficult to, um, to, to maintain. Totally. You've got, I guess you've got to be quite not selective, but, um, I don't know. You, you have your friends who you keep in touch with on a daily basis. Some maybe on a weekly or monthly basis. And yeah. Um, lots of my friends have been quite kind of globally scattered around as well which has Mm. made things difficult but yeah i had um i had a couple of um of ec pals um but not as you know not as many as as some others and i always feel a bit jealous of people who grew up Mm. um you know with with
0: yeah other people like them yeah i do i do yeah.
1: But I mean, I also I'm really lucky because I, I grew up in, you know, I grew up in Southeast London. So I grew up in a really diverse space anyway. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm really grateful for that. But um, yeah, I mean, there's no time like the present. So yeah. it's nice. It's nice unpacking it all now.
0: Yeah. And it's it's quite interesting, actually, that like, even though you say that you, your friends are all over, we we all be seen group, we all live all over and even our like yeah, sure pals. So. But and yet, but I guess because our relationship formed online, because we're online friends, it, it doesn't really matter, I don't think
1: do you remember when online friends was like a a really kind of yeah like a like a a thing you would never want to admit in front of other people
0: never it's like having a pen pal on the internet i had a pen pal i know you had a pen pal that's why i said that i had a pen pal (laughs) when i took the bait yeah and you're still in touch now or
1: um not exactly i mean not Mm. not for any like i mean we were actually friends for a a really long time um we just you know Different interests, different, you know, different lives. But mm. yeah, the occasional like here and there. <laughs> <laughs> You're pals. Like pals. intimate as it gets with like pals. Yeah,
0: I've just realised we haven't actually really introduced who you are, in case people don't know who Mayan is. Do you want to That's introduce? That's so funny. We've
1: been talking for twenty five minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. We just. Do, I'll probably do a pre pre-record intro as well hi yeah this is my hand <laughs> hi <laughs> and who are you and where would you come from where do you live
1: where do i live Well, i live um well so i i'm originally from, originally <laughs> originally from um london
0: mm-hmm.
1: i grew up in london i was actually born in hong kong um because my my dad was a journalist um foreign correspondent so my parents uh, moved uh, a fair bit mm-hmm. so I was born in Hong Kong grew up in London and then when I turned 18 I moved to Scotland lived uh, most of my adult life in Scotland um and for the past five years I've been living in Senegal, Senegal. which is in West Africa <laughs> actually the, the furthest the westernmost point of mainland africa
0: right um
1: wait there you go. you're doing a little uh, which which way is the which way is the thing. which Shaken. way is this hand pointing right okay so okay yeah that
0: so makes that's sense africa sense yeah that's africa that. senegal's here this is going to be great for the audio listeners who won't be able to oh, see oh yeah absolutely at all. For
1: those who for those who don't I say for those who can't see, so everyone. <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast, <laughs> everyone. I'm making I'm making a map of Africa with it's my like hands an upside down it's showing down the... Yeah, Senegal actually looks like Pac-Man. Oh. It's it's shaped like um, it's shaped like a little mouth, mm. and chomping the Gambia, which is basically a really really long wiggly shape that goes in the middle of it. So mm. it's like eating the Gambia, and that eating is because when. I'm just making a very, very crude gesture right now. <laughs> um, yeah, you no. Know, when, 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 the colonisers were arguing over Africa and drawing mm. the lines to divide up who got what, the the French were, um, you know, they wanted Senegal and they actually got most of uh, what we call Francophone West Africa. Mm. I'm doing air quotes right now. Um, the Brits were like, no we want, we want the Gambia River. So they really dug their heels in. So they actually, if you look at a map of the Gambia, it's the most ridiculous shape. It's just like a really, really, really long wiggly worm shape. Mm. And Senegal goes all the way around the top of it, around the side of it. And then yeah. underneath because the the French wouldn't give up the bottom part. They just yeah. were like, well, yeah, you can have the river, but you could only have that.
0: Right. And I, I always think about
1: that when I look at lines on maps, it's just like, think yeah. about all the, you know, the probably quite, wealthy white men with moustaches mm. like arguing over which countries they get to have
0: over land that it is not theirs so it's not theirs you've got a party trick don't you do i you do oh yeah yeah oh no you're not going to test me are you <laughs> shall we i think i think we know okay we won't test Absolutely you but not. your party trick. i can
1: i can name all of the capitals of africa in less than three minutes
0: well, we've got half an hour to go. <laughs> no, you don't the have to do The least fun podcast ever. <laughs> That's a really cool party trick, though. So did you did you sit down to study I think it's really, I think it's
1: a really geeky, really geeky party trick. I,
0: I wish I could do that. I mean, I probably could if I really set my mind to it. But I'm I'm rubbish with geography. Rubbish. It's from, um,
1: I don't know if you, when we were at uni, we went through a massive phase of sporkling.
0: Of what? This sounds like Sporkling. a posh people thing. What is this? Sporkle. What's sporkle? Sporkle. What the hell is a sporkle? <laughs> a sporkle? What is it, a verb? It's, it's a, doing a type words? of
1: vibrator.
0: <laughs> I'm joking.
1: It's not a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> um, sporkle is a website. Like It's like a trivia website.
0: Oh, it's like little mini bit. quizzes. Oh, it's really fun. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. probably like
1: a really old millennial thing. I don't know.
0: I wonder whether it's still around now uh-huh we're similar age yeah. sparkling so it's
1: like
0: it's like you know um
1: the timer sets and you've got 10 minutes to name all the countries in europe or something does it have or to? it'll be like yeah no no it's like it like literally covers all categories or like right. you know here's a logo quiz and you've got to name all the logos in a certain ah. amount of time and stuff like that yeah we used to sit around and do that all the time
0: i wonder whether the listeners have heard of that before because i'm like what the heck is this it sounds like geocaching you know i can't I believe you've
1: never heard of... yes we actually found a geocaching thing over christmas when we were at um oh, Jamie's parents in so scotland cute. what was it i don't know it was like uh it was just like messages yeah yeah, you know, yeah. loads of people have put their messages in this little capsule oh, thing
0: isn't that so sweet it's so, people that
1: people are so yeah. <laughs> like, funny
0: aren't we they we live in They're this just... world there's so much chaos and like really messed up shit and then you have people just leaving little messages for other people to find and that's really sweet i love that
1: no it's really nice how people make connections Mm -hmm. all over the world Mm -hmm. i think this is a very nice segue into what i wanted to talk about which is um go on why is everyone so lovely
0: oh i'm in that mood today i'm in that
1: mood I was thinking about, because I, I was thinking about what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most people who are going to listen to this podcast probably know or they're from the EC community or they have some connection with the EC community. They're probably mm-hmm. going to know that the last few weeks have been really quite difficult and mm-hmm. a lot of stuff's been happening. And, you know, there's a, a lot of global collective trauma going on. Um, but one of the most amazing things about global collective trauma is the amazing global movements or mm-hmm. you know, from from the very, very big to the very small, intimate, lovely gestures just yeah. come out and people show their really lovely sides. Um and you know, some people might think that we're all inherently assholes but um <laughs> some people are just really lovely. And I think especially at B scene, we've just recently we've just seen a lot of love which has mm-hmm. been really really nice yeah um and i don't want to go into too many specifics in case i'm not allowed but just like just people doing really nice things and just we mean. Can.
0: we can go like donations specifics. oh my donation god. yeah so we have and co- a
1: and collabs and oh
0: yes go on. we hope so we have a coffee.com page for seen so it's coffee dash Sorry, it's ko-fi.com forward slash seen, And we have been overwhelmed with the amount of donations that we've been receiving. Like, It's amazing. It's still like very grassroots. It's still, for, for us, it's I was going to say, we're not, we're not rolling a bit. Oh, for no. Us, it's a lo- yeah. I wish we, 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 <laughs> we, we were really <laughs> scrimping. <laughs> when we, do you remember
1: when we started BC, We were like, oh, well, as long as we can make £200 yes. in donations <laughs> so that we can Come get on. our website up and running yeah. next year.
0: That's literally... I mean, we're still at that level now pretty much where we're like, what what can we do to just cover the cost of stuff? Yeah, no, we we are, yeah, but it's, it's just I never thought. Oh my gosh, I know. And we, we've had people even outside of the EC community who've been amazing allies, like Liz, the black nursery manager. I
1: actually was gonna bring oh. up Liz. Shout out to Liz. Shout out to Liz. I was to gonna Liz. bring up Liz because she said that um uh, you know, she's also set up her her coffee page. Mm-hmm. Um and she she told me that she told her husband about it and he's very not social media or mm. anything at all. And he was very confused by it. And he was like, <laughs> why have you set up a begging page? <laughs> oh my God, a
0: begging page. It's not a begging page. That's hilarious. That's so funny. That is so funny. <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> Please give but me money. Know. It's not though, is it? I mean, no, it's not a begging page. I really.
1: But do you know what? I really like the way that that has been normalized.
0: Like, you yeah.
1: know, I put out content for free. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to give me some money, yeah. then you can. And a lot of the time people will, it's really lovely. I think it's really nice to, um, it's a really like nice way that that online economy is kind of developed. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Especially during such a shit time for so many people, you know, the pandemic has been really rough on a lot of people Um, and it's a really nice way of not making people feel obliged Mm. because you know, you should only give if you can give Um, Mm. and it doesn't create any kind of weird dynamic. And basically the people who can give if they give, it allows the person to carry on putting out content that's accessible to the people who can't give.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's also like, you know, with, with altruism, it makes you feel good as well when you give, give back to people. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a nice win-win there. I, I, it's something that I've only just started doing more frequently the past few months, having seen more of these coffee pages pop up and Patreons Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, because it's so true. Like I, I listen to podcasts which are completely free and then it doesn't even yeah. cross my mind until I'm prompted to be like, actually, we do this for free, but if you want to pay us, you can. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm yeah. learning so is much. that normal, especially now that you have a podcast. Yeah, you, you know, understand. You know the work that goes yeah. into editing it. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, Definitely. like botching it together on GarageBand is... Also, my vibe <laughs> so how have you felt the past few weeks then we've had loon new year we've had a lot of news in the in the media especially from the us how i mean it's probably quite difficult difficult to encapsulate your feelings honestly it's
1: yeah i'm not gonna lie it's been quite tough mm. um and i think most people will have felt that you know pinch yeah a bit um I think at the moment I'm at a point where I I've kind of saturated my um you know my my quota for violent horrible news. Um so I'm actually kind of avoiding social media spaces at the moment because I just yeah, yeah I'm finding it really difficult to just just the sheer volume of
0: yeah
1: bad news especially that's coming out of the US I'm finding really really difficult to digest. Um mm-hmm. And I find that in order to be my most productive, because I, I am all about channeling energy into productive things
0: yeah. in order
1: to be at my most productive with regards to our movement and our cause, I have to just dip in and out of it. So mm. I've been, yeah, there've been ups and downs, but, um, I've also been doing this thing recently where I've just, just deciding to be happy.
0: <laughs> oh my I remember, God. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: on Lunar New Year on that Friday, Mm -hmm. I took the day off work. I had um, had a few things to do and also just wanted to like just celebrate with myself and just cook and take myself out for lunch and Mm -hmm. just do, you know, nice stuff. And it was, you know, in the few days in the run up to to Lunar New Year when they're not that the attacks are anything new, but Mm -hmm. the kind of renewed spike started happening Mm
0: -hmm.
1: during that week and I remember just being like, nope, I'm not letting this ruin my joyful vibe. And I just, it was almost like I was just like kind of, figuratively put my hands over my ears and went la just like not having it I'm gonna be happy I'm gonna be in a good mood I'm gonna have a nice fucking day um and so like I've actually been doing that quite a bit recently something happens that really pisses me off really upsets me sometimes I give into it and channel you know there'll be an angry either i get you know the bc group gets an angry rant or i you know mm-hmm. channel it into a, a post or something or i write down you know what i want to write about mm-hmm. later or sometimes i just go nope <laughs> not today nope
0: goodbye not today so didn't shutting down from the racism yeah put, it's putting quite... on my sunglasses
1: exactly <laughs> putting on my sunglasses and i of course i realise that's a massive privilege to be able to do and sometimes Basically. i can't do it um yeah. it's a privilege to be able to walk away from stuff like that, you know, I, I'm, I'm really lucky. Um, I have, you know, a, mm. a nice place to live and I have, um, you know, good support network and, you know, I, I feel comfortable talking to my friends and lots of people mm. don't have those kinds of things. Some people live, um, live that reality in a way that's completely inescapable. Um, mm. so I do, I do want to be mindful of that, but yeah. for me personally, kind of shutting that down
0: regularly and coming back when I have the energy and when I've, yeah. you know, refueled
1: on, joy is is really important
0: yeah I keep having to remind myself to do that as well because I think sometimes we feel like we don't have a choice because we don't see other yeah. people talking about it so we almost try to take it upon ourselves shut up we try to take it upon ourselves not you you shut up <laughs> <laughs> here's my computer my computer um I thought you were I actually thought you were doing
1: What was the song that went shut up just shut, shut up, up shut, shut up, up. Shut up, up. Just, just shut, shut up. up, shut Where up, is shut it? up
0: to the world oh, Black eyepiece with- But i yes! is still losing control, in control. In con- Yeah, like du- sh- du- shut du- up to du- the racism yeah. Shut up, just shut up Yeah Shut j- <laughs> j- Shut up,
1: just, shut up. J- <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we could just do that To the world Do you remember we were, you know, we, we were This is a classic thing, we'd say We actually said this two weeks ago Oh, never mind, that's just somebody dropping something Really loudly in the other room we said, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago? We all went, yeah, we're really, really tapped out. Like our, our energy levels are so low, we just need to take a break. Yeah. And then it was like, so got this great idea for a new content. Blah, 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 oh and it just doesn't God. stop. And then yeah. all this shit happened, and then yeah. we were just engaging with that, and like it's yeah. just, you, you do, it doesn't stop. And it doesn't it's stop. It's really hard to take breaks. How do you yeah, stop
0: so, in this in this in know. this space? I mean how do we put up those boundaries for ourselves? Cause, cause we, we do spend, we have every Thursday, we have weekly meetings, our WhatsApp group. Like, yes, we do chat a lot of shit on there, but we also chat work on there as well. Usually outside of working hours yeah. and sometimes also, you know, during working days as well. Um, yeah. And just think about how much
1: your brain is taking in information all the time. So mm-hmm. you, you go to work, you're taking in information all day at work. Um, maybe when you're cooking, you're listening to a podcast or you're listening to the news, you're taking information, even when you're mindlessly watching TV, you are taking in information, you're looking at your phone, taking in information. When was the last time you actually just like sat down and didn't do anything? We don't do that. You know, you read a book, you're taking in information. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's ready. When does your brain switch off?
0: This is so true. Um, Michaela Loach on her podcast with Joe Becker, they were talking about rest and how she does something called productive rest. So even when she's resting, she'll read a book, but it's about community organizing or anti-racism or something that is still like very productive for the brain, uh, which is good. And it's a, her way of relaxing, but actually it's so true. Like we don't just sit and just be. I know Izzy meditates. Yeah. She says she meditates a lot. Um, but I very often I like I don't I don't really have just quietness in the house I always have something on whilst I'm doing something yeah which probably speaks to like the fact that I can't be alone properly (laughs) you know like alone with my thoughts do you think that I don't know do do you think
1: that you need any quiet I mean does it serve you to is it Mm. does it work for you the way that you do things now
0: I would like to have more quiet definitely just just because I think the the mind is such a noisy place yeah yeah definitely I do think I need to have that time to I think I think going for walks helps but again I'll probably put on a podcast whilst I'm walking yeah listening to things sometimes
1: I ring someone as well
0: Mm, yeah it's very rarely that we're just like I'm still maybe we should do that on the podcast
1: all right hang on let's have a actually it's everybody listening Mm-hmm. Let's all just take a collective thirty oh, seconds yeah, okay. to do nothing. Take a nice deep, nice deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And one more time, in through the nose and exhale feel the the shoulders sink down Ah. and inhale the bullshit Ah. (laughs) exhale the bullshit (laughs) inhale the bullshit Mm, bullshit. and let it go Ah, you know what though this does remind me of um there's an essay that I read recently from the two of the founders of Galdem magazine Mm, mm. and they talk about this concept um I actually can't remember the woman who coined the original phrase um but rushing woman syndrome
0: Mm.
1: about how women are always rushing around because um the way that our society works today women you know have their Paid work, but they also have to rush around doing all of their unpaid work, and they, you know, take on more of the domestic tasks and, yeah. you know, different social balancing and stuff. That means that women are always rushing. Mm. Um, anyway, this this essay talks about the concept of uh, rushing women of color,
0: mm.
1: and that that rushing around uh, aspect to your life is further compounded by the sort of micro and macro aggressions that you receive on a daily basis because of because of the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's so true yeah. it, it, when you think about it. Everything we just talked about about you know thinking that we needed needing the space for breaks, but not being able to take them, and just feeling like you have to engage, and this you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's really hard to switch off because it's your life. You know, it's it, it, it's really difficult because what's the alternative? Yeah. Um, and it's a really interesting concept to think about how those two you know. <sighs> I guess spheres collide mm-hmm. your gender and your race collide and, and how that impacts you on your yeah. in your daily life and the, and the way that you live your life um, yeah. is, is really especially when you think about all the kind of like all the sort of like bad boss you know women of color that you know who are launching their initiatives and running their mm-hmm. businesses and but also doing this and also doing this and looking after you know families at home yeah. and being the shoulder to cry on for all of their friends and you know expending emotional intelligence um emotional intelligence left right and center and mm-hmm. it's just you know when, when I think about all the women of color I know and all the things that I do I'm just overwhelmed really
0: yeah yeah Totally agree. Let's take, for example, just say if I wanted to go out for a walk today, like I have to already mentally prepare myself to be you know mindful in case someone says something because I'm a woman or mindful because some someone will say something because I'm a woman who is Asian who's Chinese yeah and potentially just even those two thoughts I just want to go out for a simple walk and that happened very very recently where a man stopped in his car to say hello to me another man just said ni hao to me on the street like it's just so like yeah there's just so much to consider and that's a simple thing like going for a stroll outside where we live
1: yeah (laughs) It actually happened to me yesterday.
0: Oh, did it? I was in the was evening. Ask you about well, that. and it's just like
1: yeah. I, I, just I feel that, uh, you know, and I'm, I guess I'm talking now as a, as a woman, mm. um, rather than from a, a racial perspective. But mm. I genuinely don't see how men don't understand how different our perspectives are to theirs. Yeah. They probably just think, oh, I'm going out for a walk and, you know, see a nice girl or whatever. Or they think they're being, they think they're being, I don't know, chivalrous or yeah. polite or nice mm. or whatever. But really what I'm thinking is, where are my keys? Yeah. You know, how do I get away if the situation escalates? Um, what can I say? Do I feel safe enough to mm-hmm. say fuck off? Or yeah. do, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's really yeah, quite... Yeah, yeah. You you constantly have to weigh up those things and having to weigh up, you know, do you switch up your route when you go out for a run or for a walk so that you're not predictable? Do you, you know, Mm. it's just all of that mental energy is exhausting and you add on an extra layer of, you know, racial dynamics. And then, you know, and then we we don't even have the the worst of it, you you know, you add on so many other layers yeah. that people experience due to you know fat phobia transphobia mm. just mm. there's so many other layers that make it make leaving your house sometimes an incredibly difficult thing yeah. to do mm. um and just to be able to just go out of your house and not have to worry about that just what, what a small simple pleasure well, yeah. how nice would that be
0: how lovely would that be did you see that tiktok <laughs> thing of like what would you do if there was no men in the world for a day
1: yeah go out for a walk yeah. with headphones in
0: yeah 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 uh, without <laughs> my keys evening. in my hand in the evening go down a dark tunnel without worrying that someone's gonna wear a mini skirt. oh yeah wear nice nighttime. minis get my legs out Without worrying yeah. about saying, so get my cle Even though I don't have much cleavage, get that, get that out as well. Contour my boobs. Contour my boobs <laughs> to make myself my have a cleavage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. there's just yeah. so so many intersections to it. You're right. So many intersections that I can't even imagine other marginalized communities and how they must feel when yeah. that, that they all inter collide together. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, so much to think about. <laughs> so much to- which is why yeah we need to bring ourselves back to rest and finding joy in our lives.
1: And also talking about stuff because, you know, Mm. sometimes it's just, it it is such a miracle, not cure-all, but it does make you feel a shit tonne, better Mm -hmm. if you just hear someone say yeah i've I've experienced a similar thing that's Mm -hmm. happened to me too and i suppose that was the you know with the me too movement that was part of why it was so liberating for so many people was just getting it out Mm -hmm. and just realizing that there were loads of people who'd had similar experiences and you know i remember talking about it to my mum, my older aunties like so many different people different women of different ages Mm. um and yeah, just uh, the power of share- shared experience is quite, you know, it's it's really, really strong.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just thinking about that movement. I mean, there was, I I was so closed off from that movement because I thought it wasn't, it didn't happen to me. I, I was, I haven't been in that situation. But then I've since had like, en- not enlightenment, but I've watched series. So, you know, this may destroy you. Have you, did you, have you watched that? Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list. It's on your list. So so basically there's something that happens in which a similar situation happened to me where I was like, fucking hell, that is sexual assault and that happened to me. And like, I didn't even think about it in that way because I didn't talk about it with anyone. And it's only until yeah. I watched it on a TV show that I was like, oh my gosh. Yep, that's... I'm so
1: sorry. ...happened to me.
0: Yeah, it's it a really, really... This was only last summer, so it was a really like... Yeah. And... What's the word? Awakening? Am I just making up words? Enlightening. <laughs> enlightening. It wasn't like enlightening. It awakening. Awakening. Awakening moment. <laughs> Thank you, Maya. A light bulb moment. <laughs> yeah, of like, oh shit, this is quite common. Yeah, and I, I was just thinking
1: about when you realise with hindsight that something happened to you. Hmm. It's actually, I don't I mean, I don't know how you felt, but this has happened to me in the past. Um, mm. I realized that an experience that I had when I was uh, 14, mm. maybe, mm. Uh, you know, it was only a few years ago that I actually realized how fucked up yeah. that experience was. It's really horrible.
0: Mm. It's, it's
1: so disturbing to unpack. And I think it comes with a lot of guilt and yeah. shame yeah. which are two really, really dangerous feelings because they're usually, mm. you, know, you know, guilt and shame are things that we weaponize against ourselves, mm. um, you know, and what on earth could I, like, hold my 14-year-old self accountable yeah. for, you know?
0: Yeah. You're so
1: young, you're a child, you don't know anything. And, well, wow, this took a really <laughs> strange turn. You might have to content warning this at the beginning of the podcast. No, but I will, I will. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really sorry that that, that happened to you and,
0: and you do yeah you, you well you, I'm sorry it happened to you as well because you go through that whole gamut of no, emotions I'm like sorry. I was so- <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry no I'm sorry because <laughs> I felt such anger and after re- yeah. realizing I was just like no way and I was like I wanted to contact that person then I was just like mm. that's going to bring up more trauma for me and you, you have to weigh yeah. up like actually is it worth it because even though they're the perpetrator it's gonna it's gonna cause you more damage in the long run more emotional trauma and so i was just like i haven't even talked about it with anyone i've literally haven't mentioned it apart from now because i've actually not mentioned
1: yeah Yeah. it's funny
0: isn't it how things Mm -hmm. come out it is funny how things come out yeah i think
1: we you know we we're so used to second guessing ourselves Mm -hmm. and to thinking oh but maybe maybe i misunderstood or maybe Mm -hmm. i was wrong or or maybe they didn't mean it Mm -hmm. and as we know you know intention like outcome outweighs intention you know yeah yeah very rarely mean to do terrible things Mm -hmm. Um, well i don't know maybe they do maybe maybe everyone's an asshole
0: um (laughs)
1: maybe i've still got my sunglasses on but um you know if people haven't listened to that other podcast episode they're gonna have no idea what we're talking about (laughs) the racism
0: sunglasses everyone racism race, race so
1: (laughs) What was I saying? We really normalized second guessing ourselves and questioning ourselves all the time. And I think that's, you know, that's something that we experience as women, but it's also something that we experience as women of color. Um, that mm-hmm. imposter syndrome feeling mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're, you think that you might be right and that an injustice has happened to you, but mm. you've got absolutely no precedent of being supported in the past so you're not yeah. really sure and all it takes is one negative voice to make you go oh yeah okay yeah sorry yeah I didn't, yeah, I didn't really think about that yeah oh and then gosh. afterwards you're thinking fuck's sake no I really should have stood up for myself I yeah. should have done this I should have that." and yeah. then you get the support from your friends and then you think right okay I do want to go back and say something but then it's mm-hmm. like you said you have to weigh up do I want to expend that emotional energy again to mm-hmm. talk through it and you know that kind of truth and reconciliation yeah aspect you have to have energy to go into that and you have to have support and you you know all these things to enable you to do that and so many people don't have that and so many mm-hmm. people don't stick up for themselves because they don't have the energy they don't have the support
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I know I, when you were talking about that just then I was just literally just playing my mind now like what would happen if I did actually speak to that person contact them and it makes me feel so tired and angry and like ah yeah. i just want to be able to do something but also it was so long ago do i want to bring on more more stress to my life but yeah i think i think like it is so important to have those people around you like you said that do validate you cuz it could so easily go the other way where you 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 tell this information to someone and perhaps they don't understand or perhaps they just, I don't know, ignorant to whatever and gaslight you into thinking that that and diminish how you feel about something as well. Like I definitely have had that throughout the years with friends and family where they've definitely done that as well yeah. and downplayed how you feel because they didn't want to deal yeah. with it or for whatever reason. Um, And actually, that's why the be scene group is just like, we we never once invalidate each other's feelings. Like I brought up something this week, which I wasn't quite sure how to bring up because it was a very complicated conversation. And then there was complete validation there, even though it was a very, very tricky topic and very nuanced topic. Um, And that's what you need. We just need more of this. We need more validation for people's feelings.
1: I think that space for me has been a really good exercise in listening and expressing myself as well mm. I think that we, because because it started off with that kind of precedent
0: yeah yeah we
1: we're all super conscious of it and so I think we actually actively use that space to you know develop our communication skills mm. um I I do definitely think that um probably in my in other areas of my life I do need to develop my active listening skills and I'm finding that the space that we have developed to talk about identity and to talk about race
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, and to talk about all these different issues is definitely allowing me to develop my ability to listen better and to communicate Mm. better and to, you know, listen without offering solutions. And, you know, actually my partner and I were talking about this the other day about how um, I think I actually saw it on, um, I don't know if you follow Candy's Brathwaite, mm. I absolutely love her. She's mm. got a new book coming out this year, which I can't wait to read. Um, she posted something about uh, relationships, um, and I think that it would definitely go for friendships and for romantic relationships, but about normalizing, asking, do you need comfort or solutions? because sometimes you don't want solutions and I think it's so natural for us to just try and give advice when someone's trying to offload
0: yeah
1: and I think I've noticed that we do this a lot just say by the way I'm not looking for advice I just need to get this off my chest yeah and it would be so great if we just did that more and if the other person would say do you want comfort or solutions do you want me to listen or do you want me to help
0: will uh, mm-hmm, not help
1: because mm-hmm. you are you know you're helping by listening, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It w- would just be so great, and then people don't feel like they need to. You know, does it ever happen sometimes where you you get something off your chest that you're upset about or you're angry about, and the person that you're talking to they do give you solutions but they say well have you tried this and then it almost makes you a bit defensive and you kind of feel like you're yeah you have to expend even more energy to say yeah I've already done that and mm-hmm. I've done that I know I'm not gonna No, I've made this decision to do this and you almost have to kind of justify yeah. your actions which is even yeah. more tiring sometimes
0: totally even if it's something as small like say say oh, I've got a headache oh have you tried this yes 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 I have <sighs> like of course I have I've exhausted all options like as some, something as like simple yeah. as Having a headache or being in pain is not simple, yeah. but you know, very straightforward. That was actually one of
1: my New Year's resolutions: was to stop giving unsolicited advice.
0: There's, there's sometimes times when it's needed. I I don't yeah I don't mind when people give me advice. I think the person has to just accept that, that you may not take it. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You, like you know when you that's, you that's sent me a video true. how to uh, <laughs> how to fold your t-shirts because I posted on Instagram that I don't know how to fold stuff or I posted on BT and I can't remember and then I like, remember you just
1: went I'll try it now but I'm never gonna do it again.
0: I mean, they, did they look folded to you?
1: Or can you no, see? that's
0: they're on hangers.
1: Oh my god, no, don't show me that.
0: <gasps>
1: Vivian, yeah, there is. Really it's bad. like a work of art. It's kind it's of like an like, abstract art piece. It's, like, it's an
0: abstract art piece. It's it's my mind in the form of clothes. I love it. <laughs> I love
1: it. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, to come back to the advice thing, I think it, you know, unsolicited advice, we're all guilty of it. We all do mm. it. But when you sort of think about how normalized it is, when, you know, for example, you say, I've got a headache and someone mm-hmm. says, oh, have you tried paracetamol? <laughs> think about people who are chronically sick. Yeah. You know, or who have chronic pain or, you know, they have a chronic condition. Mm. How fucking tiring it must be every. Yeah every time you bring it up, someone goes, have you tried mindfulness, have you tried yoga? <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, I'm sure fuck what, off! I mean, I'm, I'm just yeah. projecting, but I no, imagine yeah. that the answer would be fuck <laughs> off a lot of the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or it, it's just like, and, and obviously those things come from a place of, of well-wishing and of, of you know, good intentions and because mm. the person cares about you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you're, you're basically thinking what you would want and so sometimes it sometimes it can be really helpful to put yourself in someone else's shoes you know because Mm. it allows you to practice empathy but I think that people get very mixed up between empathy and sympathy yeah and you know sometimes you really risk projecting what you would want and what your experience would be onto the person the experience of this person Mm. whose life you don't know because it's not your life and Mm. gosh I just I can't imagine how tiring it must be to just Mm. constantly get You know, recommendations and suggestions, and have people interfering with your life all the time—your body, your health—and
0: yeah, yeah. I'm thinking back to times where I've done that though, and I'm cringing because I know I've I've certainly. But we've all done it because it's so it's so normal.
1: Yeah, because you want to help, and it's it's a natural instinct, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I guess like you know, when you go to your parents, like when I go to my mom, she's there to offer solutions. (laughs) She's like, yeah, that's her role. Yeah, that's her role. Do this, Viv. Stop fucking up in life and do this instead. (laughs) No, she doesn't say that. She's very kind. Do you go to your
1: mum for advice?
0: Depends on what it is. Um sometimes when I need a pep talk yes I do I do sometimes Aww. um I, I, I talk to her a lot about kind of like I ask her a lot about our history and I ask her a lot about like recently I've been trying to learn more Cantonese so I'll voice note her and be like mum what does this mean I just heard it on a podcast and then she'll she'll speak to me about that and like teach me but I don't tend to go to her for say like racism stuff or um, dating stuff definitely not although she does listen to the podcast i'm trying to get her on I really hi her... diane hello mommy hi auntie hi, hi
1: auntie. auntie mama yeah I thanks really want for, thanks for telling me how to fold dumplings
0: <laughs> she's gonna laugh they she's didn't turn laugh. out
1: very good but i'm gonna practice again tonight
0: <laughs> so we're gonna wrap it up here we've been we've been chatting for a while now you're gonna do some more dumplings tonight yeah 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 we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the potty and
1: we're gonna wrap up some
0: dumplings (laughs) nice what you what are you gonna fill them with
1: i've actually got um filling that i made from lunar new year that i popped in the freezer because i had too much of it it's just kind of veggie filling with bok choy and cabbage Mm -hmm. and
0: carrot and daikon yeah and what chili oil are you gonna have with it are you going to have chili oil?
1: Little Yellow Rice Co. Obviously.
0: It's like we should be sponsored by Little Yellow Rice Co. <laughs> gifted. cash gifted. Sponsor us, please. We love you. <laughs> we love you. That's weird. We can tell her yeah. that on your walk tomorrow. <laughs> I will. I will. Are there any parting words, my Anne, from yourself?
1: I'm trying to think about what my mum would say, because she always drops, like, you know, these little nuggets of wisdom
0: mm-hmm.
1: like really philosophical you know like when I when I when I asked her if she'd rather have rice or noodles she went everything in this world started from a grain of rice
0: <laughs> including us as humans <laughs> yeah you're a little
1: tiny grain <laughs> um my parting words of wisdom would be remember to forgive yourself every evening before you oh. go to bed
0: oh I love that I forgive myself I know. For not tidying up before I went to bed. Or for Good messaging for that man that I shouldn't have messaged. Exactly. Or for feeling guilty that I didn't stand up
1: for myself when that person said mm, that thing to me mm-hmm. last night.
0: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. Or not achieving as much as I wanted to achieve today because I didn't get enough sleep.
0: Yes. Is that how you feel right now?
1: no i actually feel fine right now
0: okay that's good that's good
1: but it is only 11 30 in the morning so i've got plenty <laughs> of time to you know weaponize my guilt and shame against myself
0: yeah wait wait till we get to 3 p.m
1: <laughs> Sorry, right got therapy on monday
0: <laughs> therapy on monday that's normalized therapy yeah oh, that's normalized therapy that as well
1: i know we can do it on it we can do it, can at do it the another next time. time
0: well thanks my aunt, for dropping in thanks for inviting me i it's think nice we'll to see more of you won't we on the podcast, I think we will. I think we will. I mean,
1: unless um, you know, unless you get a slew of complaints. <laughs> Imagine.
0: Get her off. Get her, get her off. No, they'll love you. They'll love you. Love it. They'll love it. They'll love my Anne. Well, thank yeah, you, my to Anne. To all of the northern
1: listeners, please don't be offended. <laughs> it's because I am just jealous.
0: Please don't jealous be of offended. She's jealous. Please don't be. Don't be offended. She's I'm just jealous. She's going to go for a bath now. Oh fucking hell that's really bad. <laughs> no. Nice. No, really going for a bath. No. Bath, no.
1: Yeah. Well, let's not go down this path.
0: Raw, let's right, not. Right. Bye, Bye-bye. Bye-bye.